Welcome to The Real Deal with Rhonda, a real estate podcast where we are committed to providing you with real insight into the Atlanta real estate market by sharing timely and relevant information that will equip you to be a better buyer and seller. One of the most important parts of selling a home is choosing the right real estate professional. This week on the show, Gene and Rhonda talk about how you can select the right agent to get your home sold and for top dollar. This is The Real Deal with Rhonda. Welcome back to the Real Deal with Rhonda podcast. I'm Jean, and we have Rhonda back in the studio with us. Thank you for coming, Rhonda. I know you are busy, busy. It's a little crazy out there. <laughs> this is actually a nice reprieve. Yes, <laughs> from, a little from the war zone. Quiet break in a padded room <laughs> for this recording. <laughs> Lock the door; they can't get in. <laughs> well, guys, if you tuned in to our podcast last week, we talked about the six phases of selling your home, and the first phase was agent selection. As promised, we are digging in to that step this week. And we're going to talk to Rhonda about how to choose your realtor. You guys have sent in some great questions and Rhonda is going to answer them for you. So Rhonda, how do we choose our realtor? Yes, that is such a great question. And um, I heard a statistic recently that um, you know we've been talking about the shortage of inventory, not only locally, but nationwide. There are actually more licensed realtors nationally than there are homes for sale. <laughs> you can't see my face. I can't. Right. I just can't believe that. Right. Right. So um, now, of course, you know, there are a number of real estate agents. Well, first, let me say there's a, a big difference. This is probably a good first point. There's a big difference between hiring just a licensed agent. Right. And a professional realtor. So, for example, in the state of Georgia, you know, every you can get your real estate license and be a, through the Georgia Real Estate Commission and be a licensed agent. But a realtor is someone who has joined the National Association of Realtors as well as the local Georgia Association of Realtors in the in our Atlanta board. Okay, and um, we as realtors agree to abide by the National Code of Ethics, the NAR Code of Ethics, and we could get it. We could do okay. a whole episode on the Code of Ethics, but it's a higher standard. It's a higher level okay. um, that we're held to. But anyway, yes, that's it, a good distinction. I'm not sure that. I say I was about to say our listeners also me didn't know that <laughs> most people don't because we use that you know there's like I guess it's true with any industry but especially in the real estate industry um, we have a lot of lingo you know that sure. we throw around and a lot of um, terms that are used interchangeably right and real estate agent and realtor are used Absolutely. interchangeably um, so it's very important um, first that you hire someone who is a realtor who abides by you know, that code of ethics. So that if, you know, by chance there is some question of something that comes up, you know, we, if there's a, a, a problem, you know, we, we are held to a very, very right. high standard. And so uh, make sure you hire a okay. realtor, not just a licensed agent. That is helpful. Because, yeah, that is totally used interchangeably. And it's probably just because we just don't know that yeah. they are two different things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's right. That's very helpful. Yes. Here, here's a question that I got, and I resonate with me a lot because we are in this time of self-promotion and everyone is, yes. you know, I'm an, I'm an expert. I know everything. Okay. So I feel like for people who don't already know who they're going to use for a realtor and they're just ready to come to market, they're thinking, well, how do I know if I'm being told the truth? What kind of questions should I ask? Because I don't think I'm going to call up a realtor and they're going to be like, 
actually, I don't know much. And <laughs> you're really taking a gamble on me. So I, f- I feel like we just need to know, like, what questions should we ask? Like, what are the, you know, what are the standards that we should be looking for so that when we're talking to someone, we can start, like, checking the boxes to go, yes. okay, now I know that this person knows what they're doing and yes. they have the experience. So walk us through it. What yeah. What are some of the questions we should be asking so that we yes. can make the right choice. Well, Jean, you're already ahead of a lot of people because you're thinking about, well, let's take the time to interview. Let's take the time right. to ask important questions. And I think too many people are not doing that right now, especially right. because of the market we're in. It's like, oh, you know, we can just stick our house on the market with just anybody and we'll get it sold. Right. Um, maybe that's true, but maybe you're not selling it for the best price in terms that you could if you had had you know, a true professional, somebody who really right. knows what they're doing. And so um, the, the first thing is, you know, am I hiring a full-time professional? You know, is this someone who, and it sounds like a given, but you'd be surprised how many people have a real estate license, but have another career right. or are doing this quote unquote part-time. I used right. to be a managing broker um, and I would get people coming into my office all the time who wanted to try on real estate, you know, or do it part time. And I would think, gosh, you know, if you think I work 40 hours a week. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. (laughs) Yes. You know, I used to say, you know, of course you can work half days in real estate. Just pick which 12 hours out of 24 that you would like to work. There's your part time. So a full time professional um, who is experienced, you know, what is their level of experience? And, you know, it's not even so much number of years. I mean, certainly tenure in the industry is important because with time comes right. um, expertise and knowledge that you can only get by doing it. Right. Um, but that's not to say that someone, you know, who's maybe been doing it three years can't be exponentially better than someone who's been doing it 30 years just because, right. you know, they're doing more transactions. They're super sharp. They're in the game versus, you know, somebody just sort of dabbling or doing a transaction or two a year. Right. Um, so what does that experience look like? How many? It, and it's more you know, transactions under the belt yeah. versus years in the business. Is that how you would ask that? Like if, if they were trying to form that into a question to ask, like how would you ask that question? To I, think it, I think it's a fair question to say how long have you been actively selling real estate? Okay. How many homes have you sold in the last year? You know, that okay. kind of thing. And, you know, and it's funny going back to what you were saying about self-promotion. You know, we've always la- we used to have the real estate books, you know, that you would pick up at the grocery store and mm-hmm. all the ads, and and everybody was number one. And you're like, wait a minute, you can't all be number one. <laughs> it can't all be number one. You can't be world's best cup of coffee. It's just you can't. You just can't. And so you know, number one in a particular you know number of units sold, dollar volume sold in a particular neighborhood. Absolutely. Um, you know who's you know who's where is that experience and right. how well do they know your particular area and neighborhood and, you know, how many homes have they sold in that right. in that area? And the experience should speak for itself. I mean, you should be able to find out about this person yeah. either way. If they if they're that active and they're they are dealing with that many transactions, you should be seeing their name places. Yes, absolutely. And then another um, question would be about results. Um, oftentimes we'll get this question from a seller, well, you know, do you have any buyers for our house? And yes, we might. And, and our team does a, a lot of business. We have a lot of clients, a lot of transactions going at any given time. Um, but when you're hiring 
a listing agent, and this is what we're talking about today is, you know, the, the listing agent, not your buyer's agent, but the agent who's going to list and market your property. Um, you're not so much concerned about do they have a, a buyer in their car waiting to come and buy your home, but are they going to be the best person right. to market and sell your home to strategy, to have the best strategy to get you top dollar for your house? And, and especially so- right now, because what we've been talking about is there's hundreds of thousands of buyers. <laughs> you can throw a rock and hit a buyer, you know? <laughs> right. So right. that can't really be the measure of success. Right. That's right. So, you know, of the you know, however many listings they've had, how many have sold successfully, again, a little different in this market. Right. But what are their results for their clients? And one of the best ways to find out about results, you know, besides verifying sales data, but is to talk to a previous client. You know, mm-hmm. any strong realtor should have a li- an entire library of um, reviews from fast clients. And, right. you, and, you know, most good realtors will have those on their website or in their marketing materials. You can go to Zillow and pick up reviews. Um, Google's gaining some traction for realtors for Google reviews. But, um, you know, find out what past clients are saying and right. you'll, you'll notice a trend there. Um, and then, you know, we talked about market knowledge, not only um, in, the na- in your particular neighborhood, but just overall trends. You know, where have we been? Where are we now? Where are we headed? Um, and that that is where having some tenure in the business comes in handy. Right. Um, you know, one of the things we're talking about right now is, gosh, you know, the market's so great for sellers right now. Um, prices are skyrocketing. Are we headed towards another bubble? Understanding historical data about the market and understanding where we are now and then knowing you know, keeping abreast of the economy and what's happening and to have an understanding of where we're headed because all those things come into play. How would you ask that of an agent, of a realtor? I mean, how would you ask them how knowledgeable they are about the market? Yeah, I would say, you know, where is the market today compared to a year ago? And how they answer that question, you know, the answer you're looking for is, well, you know, spring market is typically March and April. You know, last year COVID hit, we all quarantined, stayed at home, and then give you specific data about the number of homes that were on the market and sold um, versus the number of that were on the market now. What's driving the strong sellers market now? You know, supply and demand, and give specific not only high-level analysis of the market, but be able to give specific data points okay. about levels of inventory, price price appreciation, okay. those kinds of things. If they can't answer those, they don't have their finger on the pulse. <laughs> They're just sticking signs in the yard and, right. you know, hoping Sold. for the best. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so let's talk about staging because we've we've talked about this in our last episode and in our do's and don'ts episode we talk about the, it a lot oh, don't we, we? Talk, we do we really do <laughs> talk about this a lot <laughs> but also just i mean the 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 importance of it and i mean is a question that you would ask a realtor do you do staging or what is your staging process yeah uh, i would think you know yes do you do you know what do you think about staging um, do you stage your listings? Tell me about your staging process. Um, do you have a full-time stager on your team? Um, who pays for the staging? That's you know, a great question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, all of those things are important. And if okay. someone says, oh, we don't need to do staging, you know, this is such a strong seller's market, you don't need to worry about all of that, 
that that's a red flag to me. Okay. Yeah. Unless you live in basically a model home, I guess. Yes, unless it's perfect. We do have unless a few of those clients. Perfect. Like, do you live like this? And have How three do you kids live and like two this? dogs and a cat. <laughs> Teach us your ways. Yes, because I go home to my house every day and go, oh, I'm good at telling everybody else how to do it, but I'm not good at living that way. Aren't we all? Well, which is a good point because, you know, this is a an old adage in the industry and any realtors listening know this. It's, you know, how we live in a home is not how we sell a home. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Too. Well, and I feel that, you know, I, because I do the marketing for Rhonda, I get to see all the before pictures yes. on these staging missions they go on. <laughs> staging and- <laughs> missions. <laughs> it is a staging. And I know you guys it? have it down to a science and it's, yeah. you know, it's, love it. it's yeah. you love it and it's, it's so easy for you guys um, because your mind is just on it. Yeah. But it is incredible to see the difference. And I, I feel like you know, as the person who owns the home, you you clean it, it's spotless, and you're like, it's ready. But when you see the before and afters, you're like, I can't believe I almost tried to sell my home as it was. Like it's <laughs> it is it is amazing what the professional eye can do to your home that you're like, I mean, I'd buy this house again. Yes, it looks so good. Yes, it's so makes thank a huge you, difference. Yes. Oh well, so. you're good. <laughs> well, and you know, you bring up a good point too, though, about uh, something you said made me think about this. We do have. I mean, we're we're just so blessed to have so many wonderful clients, and some of them have beautiful homes mm-hmm. and beautifully decorated, um, and some are perfect turnkey, ready to go. Um, more often than not, there's a, even a few little things to do. But what I always tell everyone is. Staging is almost the opposite of interior design. You know, an interior designer comes in and a good interior designer, just like a good realtor, will find out about you and what you love and how Mm -hmm. to incorporate your passions and things into your home and making it yours. And you're typically adding things. And so, you know, you might be a minimalist or you might be a collector and have lots and lots of different things. Um, even in the most beautiful, you know, well-decorated homes, we're, we're typically paring down some. But because right. what we're trying to do, once you you decide to sell your home, we go from it being a home, your personal home, to a commodity in the market. And yes. so it's we want to make sure that we are appealing to the broadest range of buyers. Mm-hmm. Um, we are a very culturally diverse city. We have people coming from all over the world with various tastes and styles and you know, somebody might be ultra modern, somebody might be heavy traditional, somebody might be urban farmhouse. Right. And so we want to pare things down, have a nice clean palette, um, have it, you know, welcoming, warm and attractive, but kind of almost neutral. Yeah. And so staging, like I say, that the best way I know to simply put it is staging is almost the opposite of interior design. Yeah. And it is truly so well illustrated in these before and after pictures on, on Rhonda's social because you really do go from seeing a house looking very specific to that family. And if none of those things were changed, it would only really appeal to also a very niche part of the market. But afterward, it's almost like it becomes more of a blank canvas where people can walk through and they can imagine their things yes. in that house. Right. And there's actually room because it's more neutral now. There's room in their minds yes. to start imagining themselves in this space and how they'll change it. Because it's not super specific and tailored to one thing. Right. That's such a great point, Jean, because um, staging is so it's a lot of it's psychological. You know, you Truly. said space in your mind. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that that feeling or that process 
begins before you even this is just this begins on online you know when you're yeah. looking at pictures online if you, know, you just think about when we're scrolling through photos and you know everything's cluttered and there's a lot of stuff it's hard to see the features of the home and it's right but you know if everything is bright and fresh then and you notice the beautiful stone fireplace or the Absolutely. Custom trim work or, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah. When there's space on the wall or above the fireplace or whatever, you can imagine what you'd want to be there. But when there's a boar's head (laughs) (laughs) hanging above it. 18 deer. (laughs) Right. You might be like, ah, maybe this isn't for me. And you're like, but the house might be perfect for you. But all you can see is the boar. All you see is the thing, the boar's head staring (laughs) into your eyes. Right. (laughs) <laughs> so staging is such a it's it's just not to be overlooked. Yes, um and absolutely. and like we, you know, we talk about a lot on the podcast and even on your social, it doesn't have to be a big to-do or something that's even expensive. Like it might be a coat of paint, putting some stuff away and having the staging team bring in a couple different pieces of furniture and you're done. The magic mirror. The magic mirror. If you know, you know. And if you don't, follow us on social. <laughs> if you don't know about the magic mirror, <laughs> it's good you luck. have the wrong agent. Yes. <laughs> and so the, um, one of the last things you were, um, you mentioned for choosing a realtor is marketing. Yes. Yes. So talking, you know, asking that realtor, okay, what is your marketing plan? Tell us how you will market our property. Um, you know, we, there, like we've talked about before, there's a lot of different skill sets that you're hiring for. You right. know, I think real estate's probably, if not the most unique industry, certainly one of the most unique in terms of, you know, you have to, there's a, several different skill sets. Oh my you gosh, know? so and many. You wear so many hats. So many hats. And just having somebody who's really good at all of those, mm-hmm. um, you know, being, you know, being a strong marketer, being a strong negotiator, being, you know, being able to do the staging and having yeah, the vision and the, cre- eye. the creativity for that. Um, but the marketing piece is, okay, you know, what are you going to do to market our home to help us get it sold for the most amount of money in the least right. amount of time? And what are you looking for then? Like what 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 should you hope the answer is if you're asking yes. a realtor about this? Yes. Well, we won't give away all of the secrets of our <laughs> marketing sauce. plan. But what we will do, what I will do is say um, it it absolutely should be more than putting it in the MLS mm-hmm. and a sign in the yard. Right. right. You so, should hear a p- basically the answer to your question should be there's a plan. Yeah. There's a plan. It's it's multi-tiered. It's, it's, it's multi-tiered. <laughs> it's a multi-tiered approach. It's in writing. Mm-hmm. It's very specific. And, and they are able to articulate step by step from the time that you sign the listing agreement until closing. What does that marketing strategy look like? Everything right. from, you know, prepa- helping you prepare the house for sale, staging, professional photography, drone, video, you know, and again, yeah, we won't give away all of our results-driven yeah, stages. Results-driven yes. stages, and also addressing how you are not only reaching prospective home buyers, the consumers, but reaching the agents as well. So, one of the things we do really well, uh, mostly because of my tenure in the industry in Atlanta, is making sure that we are marketing to those agents who have the buyers, because right. most buyers are represented by a buyer's agent. And so, right. we're going to reach the buyers, but we also want to have agents bring their buyers right. to our listings to sell it. So we have a, an entire um, program designed um, to reach that group as well. And obviously, uh, some of these um, questions and answers sort of geared themselves to a seller's agent. But truly, I feel that when you are looking for a realtor, this goes for whether you are the buyer or the seller. 
a lot of these a lot of these tips are this are the same things. These are still questions you need to be asking each one because right now, if you are a buyer in the market, you need a realtor that knows how to negotiate, how to put together a good offer so that you, as one of the 20 to 30 right. people making the offer, yes. actually stand a chance at getting that house. Because yes. if they are not super active in the market right now, uh, then they are not dealing with those those interactions and getting that experience of like, I mean, this is an ever-changing day-by-day industry yeah. right now. That's right. And you need someone that that has the experience and the knowledge. Yes. So yes, and so we've been speaking primarily today to our sellers, but that's a really good point about, um, you know, you're looking for a full-time professional, mm-hmm. you know, who's experienced, who's results-driven, who has the market knowledge. And I would, um, if anyone's listening and you are, prospective home buyer in the market and haven't hired your agent yet, I would encourage you to go back and listen to the episode that we did, um, How to Be a Winning Buyer in a Seller's World. Right. Um, and we go through step by step, Yeah, you know, the things that, that you should be doing. And so, yes, just, you know, I, I think an emphasis uh, has always been on, you know, on the listing side when you're hiring someone to sell your home you know, interview two or three, but on the buy side, we tend to just fall into the lap of whoever's available. Right. But you want a strong realtor who's well-connected, who's going to dig up those properties, who's going to help you present that winning offer, who's right. going to negotiate strong for you, even in a seller's market. It's, I mean, it's um, probably more important now than ever yes. that you're very strategic as the buyer who and you choose that's as right. an agent. And guess what? P.S., Who's going to have the courage to tell you, especially in this low inventory market, to yeah. say, you know what, let's just say no to this one. And here's why, you know, because even though we're facing, you know, such a supply and demand problem, that doesn't mean that somebody needs to buy every house that comes on the market. You know, there will right. be one, you know, if, and it's an individual decision. But, you know, if somebody, let's say, knows they're only going to be in a home for two to three years. Maybe they're, they know they'll be relocated for their job again, or they'll be upsizing or downsizing. Um, we have to look at that. We always look at the long-term investment, but certainly, you know, if somebody isn't going to be in a property for a long time, we know we're paying top dollar right now. We know right. we're paying peak of the market. At least we think we do. <laughs> um, who knows, you know, what a year from now will look like, but um Having having an agent who will advise you when they think a, a purchase is not a good one and why. It's ultimately your decision as the buyer, right. but somebody who's not going to just go with, oh, sure, let's write an yeah. offer on anything and everything. Let's <laughs> sell you sh- dreams. Yeah, 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 yeah. So just to recap, what Rhonda had to say for choosing your realtor is they're a full-time professional. They have the experience. They can show proven results. They can illustrate market knowledge. They have a plan for staging. And they have a plan for marketing. And that is whether you are selling or buying. And I think I speak for Rana when I say this. You are empowered to ask these questions. And if the person you're asking these questions to doesn't have an answer you're satisfied with or if they don't appreciate being asked these questions, that's your answer. But you are making a huge decision for yourself. You're mm-hmm. making a huge investment. And you have the right to ask these questions, to vet the person that is going to be walking with you through these transactions. So please feel empowered to take this advice and take it into the process with you because, you know, we want you to have the best experience and get the best agent for you. Yeah. And who you hire matters. It's it's an important investment. Um, Like we've said a million times, it's 
most people's largest investment they'll ever make, right? Other than maybe their retirement fund, mm-hmm. but it's it's a very important investment. And so, who is representing you is so so important. It is not a time to cut corners. It's not a time to hire a friend or a family member who just got licensed, as sweet <laughs> as that sounds. And it's certainly not time to try to hire the cheapest, right? Either so, um, just you know the the right strong real estate professional. Um, what you will net at the closing table will be more than any kind of percentage point or what have you that you might think that you're saving by going with, you know, a discount opportunity. Right. Yeah. Well, guys, we hope that mm. you feel empowered by this and that you have the tools that you need. Uh, Rhonda, where can our listeners find you to send more questions or ask you any questions? Yes. Well, we always love to interact on Instagram at Rhonda Heron. That's a great place to see what we're up to. Um, There's client testimonials there, um, before and after staging photos with everybody seems to love. Every now and then, Jean gives us some great inspiration photos. (laughs) You can find listings, all kinds of fun things there. So at Rhonda Heron on Instagram, you can DM us there. Or the old-fashioned way, Rhonda at Ansley RE. That's my email. Rhonda at AnsleyRE.com. Rhonda, thank you so much for sharing your expertise. Guys, feel free to tune in. We will be back next week with another episode of The Real Deal with Rhonda.